What's up, man? How you doing? I can't complain. I can't wait for you to meet my dope shit. It's been a good run, and we're we're keeping cooking. So I kind of I I can't wait for you to meet this cat. It's here's the thing. You and I, I don't give you credit for a lot because your head's already big enough as it is. So I can't Absolutely. I can't you know, I can't blow it up yeah. anymore. But your guest game has I I I look forward to what you're doing, what who you're gonna bring on more than who I'm gonna bring on. Cause I know I know these people and I know you'll right. get off on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I love I say it, I, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Every time we do this and you bring on the guests, it is Christmas Day to me. Oh, dope. Okay. Well, that is a lot of pressure. So let's I hopefully <laughs> hopefully this is not the coal in the stocking after I've, you know, after I've said it this piece. Okay. So all right. Okay. Uh shit. Merry Christmas, Kwaku. <laughs> <laughs> let's dig in all right let's do it all right peace. up in the five-star telly saying two mic rhymes speed up average mcs of the times unlike them we grab gems so systematically inclined the pen lines without saying the producer's name i'm over the track one more time because i kind of flipped that line okay hold on um okay let's roll it back who are you with the glasses I'm Kwaku, and who are you? I'm Atu, and this is Radio Zamunda. Duh. Duh. <laughs> oh, fucking this Third up. time's the charm. Third time's the, I'm Third time's the charm. Yeah, I we'll keep all this, too. Oh, Why not? Okay. Uh, <laughs> you with the glasses. Who are you? I'm Kwaku, and who are you? I'm Atu, and this is Radio Zamunda. The. The. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> shit <laughs> it is what it is man i love it i love it wow <laughs> i got confused because you started pausing no because i was trying to get the line out right and i just you know i i i, I am an actor and uh apparently i'm fired off of this job already no, anyway no never absolutely. anyway <laughs> and uh you know gracing our microphones right now is uh david crownson i just want david to say hi real quick Hello, as David, and um, everybody who is a Radio Zamunda listener, please um, don't mind this part because this is where we we uh, let the new listeners know how Radio Zamunda works or how it starts off. Mm -hmm. But uh, Kwaku and I have had a a relationship over maybe a decade. I don't know how long it is, but like he and I are always putting the other dude onto something that they might not know. And so at one point. his his uh his friend was like yo y'all should do a podcast and we we're like yeah that'd be cool we'll talk about music we'll talk about film we'll talk about this that 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 and then Kwaku was like let's step it up let's bring on a guest that the other person might not know mm. and then like have a conversation with that person as if we were hanging out at the bar and I say yo my boy David's coming through yo I can't wait for you to meet him boom 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 and let's just have an uh, a conversation about that journey and David and why I think he's the dope shit. So today's dope shit is my dude, David Cronson. Mm. Okay. Did you, uh, did you inform David of how we normally kick off these conversations? I did. I did. We have three guesses from Kwaku. You mean me? Yes. You have three guesses uh, to try to determine what David does. Mm Mm-hmm. And David, you can give yes or no answers, but don't give him any hints. He's okay. gonna try, but you know, I I am if you're a listener, you know that oh. I am the reigning champion. I'm like the Kobe Bryant of this shit. Like uh, Kwaku <laughs> brings people on, and I'm just like, boom, I got you. 
Kwaku, on the other hand, I don't know. He's like the Knicks, kind of. You know what I mean? It's like, why are you going to kick his court down like that? Too soon, too soon, too soon. All right. David, so just to clarify, Otto's kind of like the New England Patriots. Wow. He always wins, but it's that's very questionable. Them is fighting words. That's fighting words right now. I'm, okay. I'm just, I'm just calling it. That's, that's bro. I thought we were good. Like, you know, yeah, you, know. Damn. you brought up the Knicks. I had okay. to speak truth to falsity. Okay. You know All right. What I mean? um, anyway. Yeah, I'm more like Roger Goodell. Uh, what? In the, in the <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay. Ooh, it's going to be okay. one of those. Anyway. Oh, always. Yes. So, okay. Mr. Crownson, you guess what he does. Oh, so, it's my guess of Mr. Crownson. So, um, yes. um, so uh, David, I, I, I have not met you. This is the first time I'm, I'm meeting you, uh, laying eyes on you. I'm looking behind you. I, I see a bit of a tropical theme, uh, maybe Asian with those umbrellas behind you, which gives me nothing to actually guess off of. Um, so what I'm going to say is you are a former um, uh, toothbrush model. You know, like when people are brushing their teeth and then, and when, you know, and then you look at the teeth and they're beautiful teeth and, and, and they're smiling because he's got a lovely smile. The man he, has a beautiful, beautiful smile. I'm just noticing that too. The man has a beautiful smile. This is all I have to work with. Okay. <laughs> Um, yes, ladies and gentlemen, the man you know, has a beautiful smile. It's a beautiful smile. Yes, Gorgeous yes, teeth. Yes. Very Thank straight. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, so you can say yes or no to that first guess. It, it, it is a no. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, we're just getting warmed up. Mm. Yep. Just getting warmed up. Um, uh, and I, literally, I feel like the more we play this game, the less there is to guess. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm yeah, just going to say yeah. that. I'm just going to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, uh, you know Otto, and so that means you can be in a variety of fields, uh, finance, uh, veterinary, um, uh, <laughs> agriculture. Uh <laughs> This um, is why he's so bad. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, there's a method to the madness. Okay, bro. David, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to say this. This is my way of narrowing it down a little bit. Do okay. you work behind the scenes of a sh- within show business and the show business capacity, but behind the scenes? Yes. Mm-hmm. See? That's not a job. <laughs> you just said behind the scenes. But I'm getting business. closer. Okay. Okay. You're narrowing it down. Okay. So that's a better guess than uh, toothbrush model. So I'm just going to say, dude, it could easily still be a toothbrush model. Okay. So that was a, that was a, I got to look into that. <laughs> that's a per- I just gave him a new career path. There you go. Watch what happens in a couple months. There you go. Okay. Um, all right. You're working behind the scenes. There aren't that many people that work in show business who have jobs behind the scenes. So this will be pretty easy to guess. Um, that's, that's a joke. Because that's not the truth at all. Um, I, I like, yeah, the Oscars are long. <laughs> yes. Right? Aren't, the, the, right? the, aren't those ceremonies like four hours long or something? Four hours. Yeah. Four like, days, like, actually. They only show four hours of it. It's four days. Yes. Okay. Um, do you work in cinematography? No. Come on, man. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Oh well. What are you still celebrating? Ch- you didn't do anything, Otto. Still the champ. <laughs> still the champ. Mm. What are you celebrating? I'm just being champion. Just being good. Just you know the the, uh, the killer instinct. I'm a winner. Right, That's all. all right. Go ahead, Brady. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> wow. Damn. Anyway, <laughs> David, Mr. Why don't, Brownson, 
Yeah, Mr. Counts, excuse me. Enlighten us and oh, please yeah. elucidate us. Yes. All right. I am an actor and uh, also a writer and a uh, director of things. And I'm also a uh, creator of a comic book series called Harriet Tubman Demon Slayer and uh, a publisher. I run a publishing company called Kingwood Comics, um, which is like brand new. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just publishing and distributing uh, comic books uh, from all types of creators. And uh, yeah, that, that's what I do. <laughs> I promise you that was my next guest. <laughs> that was going to be my next guest. All of those things. Yes. All of those things. Now, Actor, director, publisher yes. of comic books. Yes. Now the way, and so the, the next phase of our, you know, Radio Zimbunda is I just, one of the, the person who's brought the guest on, I, that person explains how we know each other. So I'm going to explain how I know David. And I don't remember how I know you. I know you from Instagram and I started following you on Instagram. I want to say because of Harriet Tubman, uh, Harriet Tubman Demon Slayer. Um, and Quackle, you know me. Uh, we bought people here on here who are who know comic books or comic book nerds like me. You and all hate that comic stuff. books. This I is all really hate comic book. It's like like you know, I didn't bring on David because of his comic book skill because I hate right. comic books. They're, they're killing stand. the children's minds. They're killing <laughs> the children. It, it is not hyperbole. It is one of the best comics I've read in a long time. Like, and you read a lot of comics. And I read a lot of comics. I just showed him. I, I'm going to do it again. I have, oops, you hear that? All that stuff. I have boxes of my comics, and I'm showing the comics yeah. right now. It happens to be Crisis is what it's like. Comics books from the 80s, from the, look look at that. Hawkman. I got Hawkman. Shadow War of Hawkman. I'm, I'm legit a comic book dude. And um, so, anyway, to continue, I... I think David um, started a Kickstarter for Harriet Tubman Demon Slayer. And I think I put some money into it. Um, and when the comic finally came out, I read it thinking, okay, it's going to be good. Okay, whatever. You know what I mean? He's done a Kickstarter. He's raised some money. And this comic slaps. Now you think Harriet Tubman, one of our greatest uh, people, human beings ever on the planet, should be one on the, of the $20 reasons, bill. Right, yes, should yeah. be on the $20 bill. One of the reasons all of us is free right now and standing mm -hmm. here yeah. in, in, in our own uh, 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 apartments talking about this, and I'm sorry about New York in the background. Um, it's funny, it's touching, it's brilliant, it moves fast. When that comic is done, when you turn the page, I've been reading it on Comixology, um, when you when you hit enter the last time and the comic is done, you're like, damn, right? Damn like when I used to, when um, Breaking Bad was on and you're watching episode by episode and then the thing stops and you're like, shit, I got to wait a week for this motherfucker or however right. long. And now this is a Kickstarter thing. Mm -hmm. So it's taking a couple of months because they're trying to get the money to put the stuff together. And not right. only is it written brilliantly, brilliantly because uh, David yeah. wrote it, uh, but it's also penned beautifully drawn beautifully the it's like a it's watching cinema but like frame by frame it is hmm. it is so beautiful that like i can't believe it and like i'm an actor so i'm like all right maybe they're gonna like put this on tv or make it a movie or something like that and i could get a part in that because like hmm. this shit is dope anyway wow. so <laughs> that's how i know david and then i've been like you know i just been sort of uh, sort of subtly following him 
you know, giving them a like here and there, you know, just watching this comic <laughs> grow. And it's uh, it's been such a pleasure. So, like, to have you on, man, is, like, a real pleasure to me because I go, oh, he's making magic. He's, like, putting a comic book together. Like, and I feel like a 12-year-old, you know, going to the Galleria Mall and, and then talking to, like, Stan Lee, you know what I mean? And be like, dude, like, you made this comic, bro. You know what I mean? So, Can anyway... Can I say this? Yes. All jokes aside, mm-hmm. um, I think uh, Otto and I come together to form um, a two-part uh, 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 Voltron blurred. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. the, stuff, the stuff that I am not into or that I'm not familiar with in comics is one of them. Otto will literally comic shame me. Like, Why are you not yeah. reading comics? What is wrong with you? You know, um, so when he when he's talking about being into comics, that that is, I mean, I was joking earlier, but. Mm. This is ridiculously high praise because we've never actually had anyone mm. does anything with comics mm-hmm. on the podcast. Mm-hmm. You are the first, and yeah, and that is extremely high praise. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I have so many questions about the Demon Slayer thing because I know nothing about this. This is yeah. this is brand new territory. I'm gonna me. send you. I'm gonna send you. You know. I'm gonna send. I'm gonna buy you the comics. There's only five right now, and I'm gonna. Send I didn't even know you could read comics online. When oh, you're talking yeah, about comicsology, I'm like, yeah. what is that technology? Yes. That's how far removed yeah, I am. Yeah. yeah, it's dope. So it's anyway, dope. Mm-hmm. So, so, I've been talking too much. And um, the other way Radio Zamunda works is like, uh, it's about the artistic journey. And mm-hmm. what we both want to know is like, what got David Crownson to this point we're talking now? So we, we oh, you're a comic book person. So you know what I mean when I say origin story. Like, I want to hear... Oh, yeah, yeah. Way back in the day, and as Kwaku will say, say as much or as little as you want, but like I want to know what the spark was with acting and with mm. uh, writing and all of that stuff. So if we can take it yeah. back and get the history of David Crownson, I'd love that. Of course, yeah. yeah. So with it started with comics, and mm. uh, my my parent my parents are both they're immigrants. They're from uh, they're from Africa. They're from Ga- my mom's from Ghana. My dad. Uh, is from Nigeria. Oh, and back up, back up. Back. We need to, we need to hit a quick pause. Pause, right? pause. We need, we need to pause right pause. now. We need hey. to pause right now. <laughs> what are you okay. saying? Hold on, hold on. Why would you hide this from this us? This one I didn't know. <laughs> this one I did not. I didn't know. Hey, this this you. Uh, hey, we are from Ghana. You know this, right? You know Kwaku and I. My, our parents are from Ghana. Our parents actually know each other. Oh, I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, we we got the roots. We got the, this is like we, undercover oh, African powers, right? Yeah, here. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, my respect. You saw what just happened. You know, Kwaku and I were like, oh, this is just an American brother. All right, cool. Let's talk. Oh, you from Ghana? Hey, <laughs> you from Ghana? I was like, yes. did he say that? And Nigeria. <laughs> yeah. right. And Nigeria. I did. Oh, okay. I did too. I did. Before yeah, we yeah, further, like, which country? Yeah, that's Jell-Off between your mom's country and your dad's country. Who? Ha- See, here we go. Who has the best Jell-Off rice? I I, I like my mom's country. Where's your mom from again? Yeah, where's your mom? Donna. She's from. She's yes. born. Yes. yes. There we okay. go. Good. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and Donna okay. plays a big part in in Harriet Tubman Demon Slayer. Oh wow. Yeah. 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 So like, yeah. I think it, my dad. Well, he was he was born. Well, he was born in Ghana and then mm. raised in Nigeria, like in his teens. Got it. <laughs> Back mm. to Ghana. <laughs> so he has like family, you know, in like Nigeria and Ghana mm. and stuff. But um, you know, my parents immigrated here, and I think I was like, you know, I was six years old, and DC Comics they killed Superman. 
It was like a big deal mm-hmm. all over the news. It was like a real person died. I so remember my, that. Yeah, and like in the Image Comics, like there was all this stuff on the news that millions of comics are being sold. So my dad bought the graphic novel of Death of Superman because he's like, hey, I can like use this to like, <laughs> like, like, like get you into college and stuff. Yeah. You, you become like an accountant or something. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Um, wait, wait, wait. I don't understand. How does how does the Death of Superman get you to com- co- college? Because he bought the comic book. He invested yeah, in I, the comic book. Where oh. He yeah, yeah. He, oh. my dad bought the trade paperback and thought he could like sell it you know if it, it if it remained in like mint condition oh yes 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 okay yeah, i remember like this is around the time image comics like todd mcfarlane and like spawn like those books yes. were selling for like millions like three million copies were being yeah. sold mm-hmm. and like worth like seven hundred thousand dollars oh and stuff. that's amazing yeah yeah, yeah. so my spawn. dad like he's like yeah we're gonna do that and and then I ruined it because I, I was six years old and I just like ripped through it. it was, like, no, you did not. I, I didn't. Oh. I didn't rip through it, but I just remember re- it, that was my yeah. introduction to comic books. Yeah, like to a Superman dying. <laughs> 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 like, like like not Christopher Reeve smiling for the camera. Yeah, not the cartoon. I was like, oh, Superman's gonna get him because that's what they do. And then Superman yeah. Wow! Yeah, and, and then my dad got me. You know, he got me. Um, uh, it was uh, Batman Broken Bat when Batman fights Bane mm-hmm. and gets his back back, uh, back broken. Yeah. And again, I didn't know like comic books had like more than one story. Mm-hmm. So right. I was like, I was like, wow, Batman Superman lost. <laughs> this is crazy. Oh my god! And my dad, my you know, my dad calls me by like you know my name where I was born. I was born on Friday, so my dad was like. Whoopie. so uh yes my dad got me into comics and you know just growing up i loved just the storytelling aspect of it Mm -hmm. and we always my dad took me to movies all the time took me to see like three ninjas Mm -hmm. um uh, lion king uh robocop and then he got in trouble um big trouble because we thought it was like a goofy like kids movie or something like that nah. like, oh snap this is a violent movie yeah i'll um, buy that yeah. for a dollar yep mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah i'm almost not happy yeah but yeah like, <laughs> so i just i just thought acting well i, I was too nervous to act right because i'm like yo how am i gonna memorize all those lines like maybe i'll be a, a director or a screenwriter yeah. you know my parents got me a screenwriter's bible like book how to read like how to write screenplays uh and but then like you know i I just liked performing you know Mm -hmm. because i did little theater plays like all throughout like you know my uh early years of like fourth grade and third grade Mm -hmm. and my dad was this where were you living at this point i was living in flemington new jersey okay and only black family there you go we're raising our hands like a foreign black like all my family is either from Ghana, Canada, mm-hmm. or like London, right. you know. So Same. at the time, I didn't yep. really have a frame of reference of like uh, what what it meant to be like Black American. I was kind of just experiencing right. it. And then you know, we, I think we moved up to like Central Jersey and was like I was surrounded by more like uh, Black Americans. And before it was just like you know, I was surrounded by like white kids. Yes. And you know, all my family members, you know, they all they're, again they're either from Canada or mm-hmm. like London. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Same like, with us. Yeah. It, it, it was a whole thing. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, my, my dad just said, hey, I think you should try acting. You know, so like, mm-hmm. you, you so many questions. So many questions. Parents yeah, yeah, That's what I was going to say. Go ahead. Who do, didn't it. You do it. Force you to go to engineering school or be a doctor or a lawyer or, you know, something that, you know, get a real job, huh? That's amazing. You know, at first, he was like, you know, oh, I think you should be a pastor, you oh, know, right, or right. a lawyer. Yeah. But, you know, like we grew up watching Denzel Washington. We grew up mm-hmm. watching, you know, our, our family's movie. You know, this is yeah. great. It's coming to America. Of yep. course. You know? Ours <laughs> too. Yep. yep. <laughs> Hence you know, the, so, the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like, that's my family's movie. Yeah. So my dad, like, uh, you know, my parents, you know, they, they got separated. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hadn't seen my father in a while. And he was, he had moved to Nigeria and he was coming in and out of the country. Mm-hmm. And uh, my father, you know, he just said, like, hey, like, I think he took me to see, uh, like, Deuce Big Little Male Jiggle Little Terrible Movie. But I was excited because <laughs> my first rated R movie. <laughs> <That's hilarious. laughs> and like, oh, he's terrible. And my dad takes me out for dinner. And he, he kind of asked us, like, hey, what do you all want to be when you grow up? And mm-hmm. like, I think I said, like, I'm, you know, maybe I would try acting, you know, I'm just curious about it, but I'm scared of it mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. My dad's like, oh, don't be scared of it. Like, you probably should try it if you're right. scared of it. Yeah. He's like, you know, scary things, you know. It, it, he did it in his very, like, very deep, <laughs> very yeah. deep voice. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, scary things in life are worth doing. So I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. Um, and then, you know, uh, so he's like, yeah, he's like, try it. I think you'd be good at it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, my father actually passed away oh, uh, a year later. Uh, yeah, it's all right. But a like, year later, sorry, after so, that conversation, yeah, no, uh, like a year after my father okay. passed away. Wow. So I was just like, you know, it was a rough time. So I just yeah. enrolled into performing arts high school that I was always afraid to do. Wow. And right. uh, yeah, man, like it was. Um, they give you monologues to audition for this performing arts high school. Yeah. And uh, the monologue was about a, a guy who can't connect with his father because they're just different. Oh. And it was like a raw emotion. Of course. <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, you know, and I don't think they knew that my father had passed away, but my guy's counselor was like, hey, if it's too much, you don't have to like, mm-hmm. uh, we can, I can call the school. And yeah. my, I had a great guy's counselor who was like champion, yeah. uh, Steve Rubin, cool dude. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I was so like, you know, memorized it. I wrote it down and just worked on it and showed up and did it. And then I got into porn my arts high school and then i was like really happy wow. because it was like you know five hours a day of just like um doing like modern dance doing mm-hmm. scenes doing vocal stuff and singing it and like i, I was i was happy as hell <laughs> wow. yeah. i'm always yeah. amazed I, I i'm always amazed that it, this always is a theme with uh radios and Munda where uh, i think that's why we do the origin story because I think almost everybody can pinpoint like the moment or moments that they, they picked up the guitar for the first time or he picked up a comic book and like, and I'm always like interested in like giving us just even more color about like what clicked. I mean, it sounds like it's the comics. It's like the influence of your dad and all of that stuff. What was it like? And let let me ask the question this way. What was Mm -hmm. it like with comic books and acting and that feeling that you got that was different from any other thing that you did? Was there mm. something that you can recognize? Yeah, like w- with acting, um, 
I was always nervous as a kid. Mm. I always had anxiety mm-hmm. and like I couldn't relax. Mm-hmm. So when I started to act, I was like, my whole body would shake. I'm like, how am I going to do this? And, mm. you know, in the theater school, they forced us to do like, not like forces, but they made us do like Alexander technique and yep. Yep. do things. And so I learned how to relax and be mm. comfortable with myself mm-hmm. through acting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my teach, my instructors just said like, Hey, like make sure you're connected to yourself so you can connect to this scene. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So acting became like this weird, like meditation <laughs> yeah. Yeah. for me to be calm and to be myself and just to, uh, consistently and also just exercise my compassion and empathy skills mm. um just to really read a character and read a person right. um just to see like their point of view mm. uh, and just uh, feeling through that mm. uh with with comics it was just like visual like eye candy right. just uh seeing this um thing with like peter parker and mm-hmm. all the stuff he has to go through and, and i'm like getting stressed out for him yeah um yeah. through through like visuals and even if like i think even before i could like, like i couldn't read that well when I was, I was like five or six but i, I knew what was happening yeah right. you know i was right. like i was able to clearly see and like understand what was happening mm-hmm. so it was just a lot of like helping my comprehension skills mm-hmm. and uh my empathy and compassion as well and also just uh again with acting just a weird like zen meditation <laughs> because yeah. again like you know i could not relax uh-huh. to save my life so yeah. I, I have a question about that did you find that after you know i mean i know otto's done the alexander technique um and I, I did a little bit in school as well how did you find that affected you in the other aspects of your life did you find yourself you know uh, being able to use those techniques to connect and empathize outside of the performing arts work that you were doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it helped me out with dating. <laughs> okay. There you go. It helped out with like, like in serious relationships. Cause you know, hilariously, um, you know, I've dated late. So not, 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 I'm not disrespecting all the ladies that, I, I, that have been nice enough to date me, but you know, I've been with women who have, crippling anxiety and just being with them during it not trying to change them or fix them just like hey like i'm here with you (laughs) during this Mm -hmm. (sighs) let's breathe together Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i'm here with you and just in i don't know if i just in a a way just made them relax and be okay with themselves right and just kind of you know get reconnected into their body because i think anxiety is just the absence of being outside of your body mm. um and just oh. kind of like uh, um my one of my acting instructors because you know I, my i love character actors and stuff right so i'm like i want to disappear and she's like no, no no you're not leaving yourself you're just running toward yourself mm-hmm. uh with yeah. this character we'll figure out the accent and like the impediment to go deeper with it but it's still like your raw emotion in this yeah. Dustin Hoffman is playing Dustin Hoffman in every yeah. movie. Yeah. He just has a you know a particular accent. Same thing with Gary Oldman. Same thing with Meryl Streep. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, yeah, I like so doing that and like the comics. And I never thought I'd write comic books. I was like, yeah, I'm going to be an actor right. and just kind of like you know be on the Philip Seymour Hoffman track and just keep just working. Yeah. Um. And uh, you know, went to school for theater. I went to Neighborhood Playhouse School of Theater. 
Oh, in wow. New York City. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's legend, and, yeah. Uh, uh, I think, well, well, <laughs> I went to Academy of Art University and studied, like, acting and minored in screenwriting, but the, the acting program wasn't great. Mm-hmm. So I, I was like, yeah, I, I want to do a conservatory type of thing like I did in high school. So I went yeah. to Neighbors Playhouse and did the two-year conservatory program and then just did, kept doing regional theater throughout the years in New York City wow. and uh, and then started to audition for film. And like, uh, I just remember I had three big auditions and I was like killing myself in New York City. Yes. Like, you know, I, I got these, man- I got a manager and got an agent and I had three big auditions and they were all callbacks. One was for Orange is the New Black. Yep. Um, being, I think like, I was being like, I was, I was auditioning for a cop. Mm-hmm. One for this Steve McQueen pilot that never got made. Oh um, man, love that guy. Yeah, he's so good. it was such a good pilot. They ended yeah. up casting the dude who played Barack Obama in that sh- that movie, Barry. Oh, the one that, um, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was such a good pilot, but they never got made. Uh, so that, and then this independent movie called Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Um, <laughs> was Did you just call that an independent film? Little, little, yes, yes, the student film. film. Yes, yes. Yeah. Student film called. Uh, well, it wasn't called Star Wars: uh, The Force. It was called Star Wars Episode Seven at the time. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> right. No title, but a little-known director named J.J. Abrams was going to be directing it. He has a future. I mean, I've seen some of yeah. his stuff, so he's, he's pretty good. Yeah. Like, don't don't like, quit his day job, you know. Yeah, like, you know, he was all right. Um, yeah. so I was like, <laughs> so he, and I didn't know it was Star Wars when I was auditioning for yeah, it. They <laughs> yeah, they don't let you know, I know. They yeah. don't let you know shit. Yeah, and by they there, give you some like, script from something else, like yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean or something, and then they're like, yeah, yeah you, know, like you, you know this. Actually, the, they gave me a script from Band of Brothers. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. Yep, <laughs> and like I thought it was a war movie that I was going to be auditioning for because yep. it just says like J.J. Abrams is involved. It didn't yep. say that he was the director. Yeah, and like there was like a bunch of callbacks, and then the the final final callbacks. Uh, you know, my manager was just like, "Yeah, they're not going to give you the sides until you show up." Yeah, so you show up a little bit early so you can go over the lines. I'm like, "All right, cool." Mm-hmm. And um, so like I. T- it was at a different building and it was like somewhere in i want to say like union square mm-hmm. and i took an elevator and I, the elevator doors open and it's like you know lucasfilm yeah and i was like <laughs> wait <laughs> yep. wait i know yep. that experience and, and, and again like you know like i'm not at the time i wasn't i hadn't really been in anything i had just yeah. kind of like I, I had just been auditioning and auditioning i think i had done like you know the ABC Showcase callback. I didn't get oh, the right. ABC Showcase, <laughs> but like, but a lot of cast directors knew who I was. And mm-hmm. what is the ABC Showcase for those of us who haven't been through this process? Oh, it, it's it's like it, it's like American Idol, but for actors. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've never heard it put like that. That's hilarious. Yeah, it, it's like American Idol for actors. You 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 get you audition. You get the part, and then you perform a scene in front of like all of the top cast and directors um, mm-hmm. for like ABC, Disney, um, and if like you know you win, you, you get paid to like do this showcase, mm-hmm. and then they pay for like a lot of your like act like 
acting classes throughout the year and stuff. Yeah. Okay. And you just, you just gain lots of access to casting directors and um, agents. Yeah. So, so it's a great, like, like lots of people had like Chadwick Boseman was in it and did yeah. it with Vito Nyong'o has done it and been in it. Chris Pine. So like it, there's been like lots of success stories from doing yeah. mm-hmm. ABC showcase. Um, but yeah, just, you know, my, some of my takes have been floating around and lots of cast directors knew who I was. Mm-hmm. So that's how I got the star Wars thing. So like, I didn't know what was going to happen. I just remembered like seeing, uh, uh, Jesse Plemons walk out, and I was like, "Oh shit, this is dude from Breaking Bad." <laughs> I was like, "I was like, oh wait, this is maybe a big thing." Yeah, and then, you know, Tony uh I think his name was I forget his name now. He's he's the he plays Flash in uh, oh, um, on the CW um, or on the the movie. No, he he plays Flash in uh, Spider Man MCU movies. I think his name's Tony Revolori. I want to say is his oh, name. Yeah, I don't know. I, I forget. He's a great yeah. actor, but, yeah. but he was there too. So okay. I was like, wow, all these dudes who are like working. Uh, yeah. he, and I'm like, you know, at the time I was working at Equinox. <laughs> <laughs> You're working in a different place. Yeah. yeah I, I was working like front desk at like Equinox yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like catering, yeah, you know. Right. So like, this yeah. is a big deal for me. Yeah. And like, uh, and, and you took to the point where like, this is how poor I was. I was like living in Harlem. So mm-hmm. like they had like a bunch of, Free like Fiji water and snacks and shit. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm like, yo, I'm gonna take some of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we've all like, been there. Yeah, just like snuck it in my book bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I think I came into you know audition. They you know they usually and usually with auditions, uh, you all know this mm-hmm. or how it works is sometimes it's two people, but this time it was like 16 people were yeah. in the room. Yeah. I think I think it was Captain. Now I know it was Captain Kennedy, mm, uh, and okay. just like random people and executives and like yeah. their assistants. And I was like, "Yeah, why is there so many people?" <laughs> it's like a studio but, reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like yeah. weird. Yeah, it was one one person had a dog. It was weird. So, <laughs> so it's just like I'm like, "Yeah, what's happening?" Yeah, and, but like the dog was well behaved. Yeah, and I was in the room for like a long time. <laughs> wow. You feel like the dog was judging you as well, like the dog was taking notes and. <laughs> yeah, yeah but, like, the dog was just—it was like uh, this calm, quiet, like white dog. It didn't—it didn't make a sound. It didn't bark or do anything. They said, "Hey, like you know, we." Sorry, I think one girl was—it was a—it was, was a woman who was an assistant. Yeah. Uh, who was watching someone's dog? I don't—I I don't know. Got it. But like, I was like, "All right." I'll was, do this. this was it a happening. work session? Did they like you know? You read the script, uh, you read the sides, and then you know, did, was somebody directing you? And then they give you a direction, and then they you know, yes, was it yeah. something Someone like that? Just okay, kept on directing me and working yeah. with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, actually, no, we didn't jump into acting. They just were like, "So where are you from?" <laughs> Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's usually you know, like yeah, you know how they're they're yeah. just like, so "Where are you from?" and stuff, yeah. and. Uh, um and try i tried to sound impressive with working at equinox but i just made jokes about it so <laughs> like, like you know i work at equinox yeah if anyone wants a day a day pass let me know yeah which is <laughs> probably <laughs> one you fans guarantee yeah yeah people started yeah. laughing so i was yeah. like all right cool yeah yeah you know because it's like you know jesse Plevins, all these dudes i think michael b jordan had walked in at some sure. point yeah you know oh, and what like, year was this that this was happening this was in 2013 wow so, so you're like yeah. Wallace is in the building? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think he was on. I think he was on Friday Night Lights, and he was yep. in uh, right. I don't know, Parenthood or something like that. Right. Okay, right. 
Um, and, you know, so I think, and I didn't recognize him, but like, you know, he had like, I think he had shade. He didn't have a, he didn't have a mustache and a goatee. Got <laughs> right, it, got right. it. Yeah. I was like, yo, dude from Parenthood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and how, how, like, yo, how like, far yeah, in you your, play. How far in your career was this? Was this this is not just after acting school or, or after that? Oh, yeah. or... This is like five, seven years after okay. acting school because David was trying to be an artist. I'm like, I'm going to Got do it. theater. Theater. Like, yes. Then yes. I'll do film in yes. my 30s. But I'm yes. like 27, 28. Did my you man come to my like, one yeah. man show. It's yeah. uh, four hours long. Yes. <laughs> yeah, got it. Like, I'm going to do regional theater and Broadway. Yeah. And oh, shit. yes, he's okay. Like, he's like, no, um, film and TV are paying you, so you're going to these fucking auditions. Right, <laughs> right, right. I was like, all right, cool, I'll do it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I was, this is when I just started kind of auditioning more for like film and TV. And mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so I auditioned for now knowing it's Star Wars. Yes. And Somehow was just relaxed and calm and cracked jokes throughout the whole entire mm-hmm, audition, mm-hmm. and uh, you know left and, and I didn't get it. Right, you know, right. Obviously, I, you know it was like John Boyega cast, and I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, that was the role. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, no, no, no. There was two roles. Mm-hmm. There was two roles. Originally, um, this NDA expired in twenty. 20- 15, so I can say whatever the hell I want. <laughs> right, right. I don't think I've said that. Um, so there was there was two roles, actually. Mm. One, The one that I read for originally was to be a stormtrooper who's talking to Finn. Oh, and right. the, the guy's just like, hey, is this like your... It, it, the, it, the shot was like... Because um, like I was reading it. <laughs> yeah. I had like 20 minutes to like read it and know it. Yeah. And then they invited me to come back again. Yeah. Uh, the one shot was it was like a soldier who's like in like a truck and his arms are like shaking because he's nervous and that's uh-huh. it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, hey, you nervous, buddy? Yeah. He's like, yeah, it's my first like mission. He's all like nervous. And I said, hey, just stand, stand by me. I got you back. Yeah. And then I get shot. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! Touch his helmet. I'm like, I got you back, and I'm like, like that was it. Like that guy had a lot (laughs) originally. That's a tough audition, though. Like I hate auditions like that. Like it's like walking into a room with a dog and 16 people and they're like okay let's let's do let's let's do the death scene or let's do that that kind of scene it's like i it, it is one of those things that just drives me crazy anyway i cut you off <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah man like i, I don't like that's why you're like you're like a hero to me because i'm like yeah that all, now i have to book this job <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> what yeah <laughs> Yeah. Like, so that's why, like, you're 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 a hero, sir. <laughs> going in and booking it, and then yeah. doing it multiple times. Yeah. Like, Oof. like, damn. Oh. All like, I'm I'm still trying to like figure <laughs> it out. Yeah. But yeah. So um, yeah. So yeah. Originally, it was it was you know a dude who you know gets shot. And like touches his helmet like he does in the movie. Yeah. And that guy had lines, but they, yeah. they liked me. They said, Hey, can you come back again and like do something else? Yeah. And that was very cool. And then and then, then and then it got it got to the 14 people. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh wait. Like maybe this is like one of the leads. Yeah. Right. I gotta take this shit seriously. Yeah. And uh then yelled at my manager. I was like, yo, how can you tell me with Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Star Wars? 
Yeah. Like, so like, listen, I didn't know either. It was a thing. How did it go? And I'm like, I don't know. Um, but yeah, but apparently, like Jay Abrams knew he wanted uh, John Boyega from the start. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. toward like the final final callbacks, he he was like, I've made my up my mind. I don't need to see these final callbacks. But, yeah. But yeah, I didn't get it, so I was really upset, and I was like, I'm gonna. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm just tired. I'm exhausted because I'm mm-hmm. working all these hours. I'm paying for this apartment in Harlem that's about to yeah. be gentrified. And mm-hmm. like, uh, I'm, just yeah. stressed. I'm just stressed out, right? Yeah. And I was venting to my mom about it. And my mom was in Ghana. My mom just said like, yo, you sound stressed. Mm-hmm. I think you need to come live with us for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And like, I think you should give up your apartment. Mm-hmm. I think you should like, put your stuff in storage or like move it to Jersey yeah, and uh, just, just like come to, come to Ghana. Cause you've wow. never been here before. And well, I was never like, been. yeah, I had never been to Ghana before. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I just was like, at the time I was like, I was like, man, I'm like, yo mom, what is this? Ain't no eat, pray, love mom. Like, listen, I just auditioned for like a big movie. Yeah. And like all these big projects, like I gotta stay here and work. Yeah. And, she, and then she was like, "All right, well, like I, I really think you should, can like reconsider." Mm-hmm. So you know, after me not get no, no, actually no. My mom was like, "If you don't get any of these, yes, if you don't get anything, mm-hmm. you need to do this." Yeah. And I was like, "All right." Mm-hmm. So, so didn't get orange. I was mm-hmm. like, all right, that's fine. That would have been cool, but didn't get it. Yeah. And then, you know, Steve McQueen thing, cast someone else. I'm like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, maybe I'm supposed to get Star Wars. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, I think it was like Deadline. It was like John Boyega from yeah. Attack the Bluff. It's been Attack cast. the Bluff, was, yeah. I was like, oh, I'm like, yeah, good for him. I'm glad it, I'm glad it was a black dude. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Black dude a too. black dude who's African. So I'm like, yeah. all right. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I was like, mom, I want to come home. (laughs) (laughs) It's interesting when you say that, like, you know, you, you're speaking from the perspective of just like uh, the willful artist or the willful man in their twenties. And when you said, I was like, man, that's amazing that your mom is talking to you on the phone. Not, you know, maybe you're FaceTiming or whatever. And it's just like, you need to take a break. Not you need to give up on this Mm -hmm. and you need to find something else to do in your life. But come here and recharge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that yeah. is a beautiful thing. And I think that ties into the the piece you were talking about earlier about um, the mindfulness and being able to understand um, uh, how to manifest the anxiety in a positive way, like how to separate from it and how mm-hmm. to ground yourself. Mm-hmm. So you have that portion of it that you did for yourself. And then you also have the support system of your family being like, all right, cool. It's great that you're in this place. But let's go a step further. Let's let's bring you back so you can recharge because you can do this. You're just in this place where you're 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 tense, if it's stressed, the way you're describing it. Like there's yeah. a little, I, I felt a little thing in my heart when you said that. I was like, man, that mothers know you in that way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah man. Yeah. Shout she, out. She, shout out ahead. to, I just want to say shout out to supportive Ghanaian West African parents. My parents are the same. And it's like, it's good to hear that my parents aren't unicorns because you know, uh, just briefly about me and then I'll go back to you. But like oh, yeah. all of those stories um, just reminded me of my own experience. I mean, there's, um, I think I told this story uh, when uh, my best friend in the world, uh, Marcus Wilson came on as one of our mm-hmm. guests in this. And uh, I just remember having that, almost that same experience with uh, um, 
Martin Scorsese's uh, movie, oh God, Gangs of New York, right? I went in for that audition and went in for a few auditions and all that stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna get my Oscar next week, yo. This is gonna be dope, Marty, you know what I mean? And like not getting it. And um, the two people I talked to, like one was Marcus, I called him. And I was like, yo, I think my career is over. I've only been acting for about a year at this point. And he's like, yo, all of that for five minutes in an audition? And I was like, yo. And then and then I went back home and I just called my mom. And, you know, I just, I, I just heard her voice. And she was like, you know, you should clean your room. And, you know, you are writing. So do some writing and this and that. And just like the soothing mom voice came on. And I was like, yeah, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a be all right. You know what I mean? It's like, it's amazing how simple. I didn't even tell her what was going on. She just like could hear it in my voice and was like, no, just cook something nice. And, you know, I can, if I was there, I'd make you some jalap. I was like, mama, you know what I mean? So anyway, I love, I just wanted to shout your mom out really quickly for that, because that, that is, um, that is priceless, man. That's priceless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 man. Like, you know, she, she, she held me down. Mm, and, yeah. and like, yeah, just like, she's like, like, you know, did the whole like, you know, you gotta come home. Yeah. I'm like, all right, all right. So I, I did it. Wow. You know, begrudgingly, but uh, you know, Ghana was a beautiful experience. Yeah. Where where and, are they in Ghana? Where is your mom? Uh, she was in uh, Accra. Accra. Okay. And um, so well, I'm just beautiful. Talk talk about that. Oh yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I yeah. will. So everyone there is just like, like everyone there is just happy. That's weird. And yeah. everyone there is just connected mm-hmm. and like there's no like i've heard i've heard lots of i've heard lots of like my friends who are, who, who are black say this when they go to mm-hmm. ghana they go to nigeria they go to any place in africa mm-hmm. and they said yo i just felt like a person i just yes. felt like a guy mm-hmm. and that never really resonated with me until i got there and mm-hmm. um i think i was you know because you know i've lived in like i've lived in flatbush I've lived in Harlem. All right, yep. I've been around black people, so I was cool with the big dude. But, yeah. but no, it mm-hmm. was. I just remember this is. It's such an odd, weird thing. Like I went to the gym and I was working out at the gym in Ghana, and my gym is on top of a mountain, by, by the way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. You know, like the gym, and I, I couldn't drive because, like, you know, they want. I, I had an American license, but they, yeah. they wouldn't, I wasn't allowed to drive. Yeah. So I, I would walk to my gym. It's like a 20 minute walk altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I just remember, uh, I think I left my glass, I left my water bottle or something in another room and someone said, Hey, this gentleman forgot his water bottle. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, like I was, I was, I was, he's like, he's like this young man right here. He forgot his, his, his water bottle. Yeah. But usually, you know, in New York, if I'm doing, you know, hot yoga somewhere, mm-hmm. if I forgot my water bottle, I always feel like they want to say, hey, that black guy. Forgot yeah, yes, 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 <laughs> yes. It's so funny that you say this yeah. because I remember, and it was a similar experience. I was working in Harlem. I was working uh, at a school on 125th and Lenox, mm-hmm. you know. And so you go from being, you know, what we all were, you're in the suburbs and you're the black family. And then all of a sudden you're in Harlem and I worked in Harlem. I worked in Flatbush. I worked in Bedside. Yeah, yeah. And then I remember going to Ghana and this was like 2001 and, and it was, it was in Accra and I looked down the street and it's, you know, blocks, you're looking down the street and everyone is dark. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, Oh, 
That's what that feels like. Yeah. 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 Even being in Harlem or being in Brooklyn or whatever, and you're just like, oh, and you look at all the billboards and everything yeah. is you. And so yeah. when you're saying feeling like a person, like mm-hmm. that is yeah. so real. Yeah. Yeah. You don't you don't realize how how other you feel, no matter, yeah. no matter how black the neighborhood is mm-hmm. <laughs> that you're in. Yeah. How other you feel because there are always things to remind you that this 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 whether no matter how much work we've put into this country or what we've contributed to this country culturally whatever yeah we're always just sitting a row or two off from the from the court you know and and in ghana you are a court set yeah yeah yes yes all of that yes yeah yeah man and and like yeah it, it just also, the food is a hundred times better. Jeez, <laughs> real. I lost so much weight mm-hmm. there. And eating mm-hmm. well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yes. Mm-hmm. E- eating well. Yeah. Like the best jollof rice I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Um, I think they some dude opened a pizzeria mm-hmm. like near me. And I was like, I'm like, oh, this, this guy's gonna make pizza, but he made pizza. A way I have never tasted yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, they stick and their foot in it. Yeah, like, and um, this guy was making donuts too. And I, I, again, like, if I had said here, you know, in America, yo, all I eat is pizza and donuts, and I'm losing <laughs> weight. Like yeah. that sounds weird. Right. Yeah. Got an ivory coast. That's yeah. not happening. So yeah. like, yeah, yeah, just like everyone was just. Everyone was just so connected mm-hmm. and everyone, it, everything was just done in love. And it just felt like everyone was celebrating. Like, like I was cheesing mm-hmm. one day. I was just like smiling ear to ear. Like yeah. my face hurt from smiling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think my, my, uh, my mother and my stepfather, they had bought like a house uh, in this compound, but the water wasn't working mm-hmm. at the time. So I, I had to like, you know, take showers like like old fashioned. Yeah. Like go, go to a well and just yeah, like, right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. and like pour the water in like a you know, uh like a pots and pans. The and little like, cup and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And then like light a match or like turn the stove on to heat yeah, it up. Heat the water. And, yep. Yeah. And just yeah. and like and that's how I like would like watch yeah. <laughs> but i was happy as hell <laughs> yeah 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 and there's that like, adjustment when you come back too where you're like you come back to new york you're like whoa this is yeah. a lot yeah 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 and also um we were experiencing like really bad internet at the time mm-hmm. like like my phone laptops you know would only get internet three hours a day right mm-hmm. yep so yep. i only had internet Oh, you yeah. know, the power goes out. You don't realize, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, how much we're on this. <laughs> yeah. And it's almost like, you know, like going, both you and Kwaku kind of touched on it. It's almost like Neo coming out of the Matrix, right? Like, you go, yeah. you go to a place, and like you said, there's nothing but Black people. They're all dark like us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And the other thing that um, I, maybe I, I, my only real, like, full, uh, quote, African experience is in Ghana, because that's where my parents are from and family, and I go there once a year. But, you know, when I first started going, when I was, like, in my teens, right, I would, Ghanaian people, that's why I, I just want to talk about Ghanaian people, because I haven't yes. spent as much time in, like, Nigeria or anything like that. Like, they, they, they'll just stare at you. Like, a, a, a stranger on the street will just stare at you. Now in America, 
that's something different. But right. in Ghana, it's like this openness. Somebody's like, they don't know who you are. So there's just, you'll be sitting on a bus and they'll just be looking at you. Right. Right. And mm-hmm. at first it's like really disconcerting, but then you start to go, it's not threatening. They're just, they're literally just interested in you and they're looking at you. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's not a threat. It's not like, what the fuck are you looking at? Nothing like right. that. It's like, and then you, like you said, I think Kwaku, you said, it's like, you see black people on the billboards, you turn on the TV, black people, right? If you, mm-hmm. you're pulled over by a cop, it's a black cop, right? And the chief of police is a black dude, right? Or a black woman or whoever, right? And it's like everybody, the, the store, the, the clerk at the store is a black person. The person who owns the store is a black person. You know what I mean? It's like, it, it, like he keeps yeah, going. Yeah. Like you said, like Kwaku said, it's like you're sitting courtside all of a sudden. You're like, is this what white folks get? Like, Oh, and you see a white person, you see them miles away, yeah. miles away. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, it's a marshmallow and chocolate milk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Marshmallow and chocolate milk. Yeah, man. Yeah. I think I saw I saw like one white person and like two Asian people. Yeah. <laughs> it's like whoa. Yeah. yeah. So so how long were you there? How long did you spend before you came back, obviously? I was there, I was only supposed to be there, I think, for a month. Mm-hmm. But this is around the time, like, there was any, any Ebola virus outbreak. Oh, right. mm-hmm. yeah. So there, you know, America was freaking out yeah, for yeah. no reason, some xenophobic yeah. racist shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. new. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm, golly. So, like, they weren't going to let certain people back in. So I, right. I got to stay there for, like, I think, four to, like, six months or something. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I came and I came back, and I'm I'm glad that happened. The yeah. only time I'm like, you know what? I'm glad that racist thing happened. Yeah, <laughs> right. right. You know, so uh, but the the only drawback was I was packed to come back in November. Oh, and, and I came back like in February. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my sister was late picking me up. So yeah, I was like, girl. where are you? It's freezing. It looks yeah. like snow and I'm wearing like, <laughs> you know, I, all I had was a light hoodie and like yeah. a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That was the only like drawback. But yeah. it, it was, um, again, it, everyone there, also there was a weird innocence because some people, they don't know certain things that yeah. are happening yeah. with like film or TV, yeah. you know, like I remember I was explaining the plot of Inception. This guy. <laughs> oh, that is really, that is a really interesting uh, movie yeah. to start with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, he, and he was like, he's like, he's like, hey, that, he's like, hey, that's just messed up. They're going to put an idea in his head. Why he is asleep? Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yep. He's like, yep. and, 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 and the, 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 the Jack from Titanic is going to do it. Like, Jack like, from Titanic. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's who he is. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's who Leonardo DiCaprio is. Yeah. Right. Yep. Like, that's amazing. And, and okay, so I came up with the idea for Harry and Tuppence Demon Slayer while I was in Ghana. Okay. I was going to um, ask, what got reset for you? Like, what switches got flipped so that when you came back, it empowered you artistically as a result of that trip? Yeah, like, I was always afraid of writing for some silly reason. Mm. I, don't, I don't know why. I just thought, oh, I can't do that. Like, I'm an actor. I'm trained in being an actor. Right. Um, I, like, I can't write. I can't direct. I haven't been to school for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there, there's something that I forget the filmmaker. Oh, man, I forget his name. 
he's a um I forget his name now, but he is it's a director and he said if you want to be uh, a great filmmaker, just travel. Um, oh. And uh, and so just something about like talking with different people mm-hmm. uh, who had a di- again a different point of view mm-hmm. as they they're experiencing mm. you know life differently. Yeah. Um, like what was it? I think yeah, just telling them about Inception. Yeah. And uh, him just like like freaking out about it. He's like, yeah. yo, those guys are not good guys at all. They're thieves. <laughs> I'm like, they're dream thieves. Yeah. He's like, what? Yeah. He's like, he's like, he's like, but why? And I'm like, because he has to get to his children. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like, some of these kids don't know who Batman is. Right. You know, they don't know who Superman is. And even like, uh, these kids, like, I, t- I was talking to like these kids who, go, who went to my church and just, we talked about like American pop culture. Yeah. And uh, told them about Superman, told them about Batman, told them about wow. Spider Man. And like, you know, and just them learning about it. Cause mm-hmm. all, like, all they do is like they're there for schoolwork and they play sports and like that's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. You know, and then telling them about Superman, telling them about, they just were like, we like Superman. Mm. And I was like, why? He's like, he's like, Batman only does it because something bad happened to him. Right. You know, right. Spider-Man does it because he something he he could have done something but did it and then right. cost him his life. Superman does it because it makes sense to be like if you have the powers of a god, right? You know, and he really cares more about journalism. Being Superman's just a side hustle. <laughs> you know, and he's, I, was, I was like, whoa. Yeah. I was like. You know, they're like, yeah, the Superman does it because it's the right thing to do. Mm. Like, mm. so it changed how I looked at superheroes. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, it changed okay. your frame. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, so like one day I was, you know, um, it was like raining really intensely, and I couldn't go to the gym or go anywhere because I have a car, and it's like I can't. I, I'm on a walk in the rain and everything like that. So I'm like, yo, I'm just gonna stay home and watch some TV. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm just kind of channel surfing and this Harriet Tubman documentary came on and Harriet Tubman is very much celebrated in Ghana because her background heritage traces to Accra. Oh, I didn't um, know that. I didn't know yeah, that. I didn't know that. <laughs> oh, shit. Her family tree traces back to Ghana. <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah. So I was like, wow. So she's celebrated in Ghana. So I'm uh-huh. like watching this documentary about Harriet Tubman. And then when that was over, you know, just doing some more channel surfing and then uh, ended up on the last part of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon with Michelle Yao and Zang yep. Z having their like katana fight scene. And I was like, yeah, yeah this is dope. I've been like, I'm in Ghana, I'm watching oh, Crouching Tiger, this is great. Yeah. And uh, it ends and it's like, you know, I was like, oh, that was cool. And then, you know, I landed on what was called the Foreign Movie Network mm-hmm. in Ghana. Mm-hmm. And you know, and it was—I think Cap—it was Captain America and the Winter Soldier on the Ford Movie Network. Watching TV in Ghana is hilarious. Hilarious. Yes. <laughs> yes. Captain America and the Winter Soldier. What is Steve Rogers going to do? It's like so intense. Yeah. Hey, hey. Steve Rogers, they are asking, what are you going to do? Find out at 8 p.m. tonight, Captain America and the, and the Winter Soldier. Hey! Yeah! 
It's the best. And my parents and my cousins and family think I'm laughing at them, but I'm like, this is hilarious. You guys, this is hilarious. I'm like, dude, it's it's brilliant. But anyway, go on. I love that. All the commercials are like that. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. I love it. Anyway, yeah. It's like our dad or like our uncle doing it. Like right. right. But like, it exactly. Was like so hype. Like, I think even uh, like 24 was in its first season uh-huh. in Ghana. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, what yeah. is Jack Dowell going to do? <laughs> like, <laughs> 24 hours. Hey, this yeah. is going to be action. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Only on Ghana TV. <laughs> Soldier is ending on the yeah. foreign movie network in Ghana, uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, what's it called? Um, Hansel and Gretel: Witch Hunters was coming on, and oh. I was like, I was like, yeah, foreign. I was like, oh wait, Jeremy Renner, yeah, yeah, because like on the thing, it's like the foreign movie network, and it's like Brad Pitt, Chris yeah. Evans. Oh, these motherfuckers are exotic to us. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly, right, right, exactly. Right. We yeah. have this called E. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was like, what? I was like, well, these white ass people are. I'm like, oh, wait. Yes. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Um, so, so, it almost sounds like you you were sitting there this one day and all these puzzle pieces, because I haven't read the comic book, but from what I've heard described, it's like all these puzzle pieces are just laid out in front of you and, and they're mixing around in your subconscious. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because you start with the documentary. You you have Captain America, you have Crouching Tiger, hidden hidden. Uh, in dragon. Thank you. It was like hidden sh- soldier because I was still in Captain America. Uh, <laughs> you know, hidden dragon. At what point did all this like when? At what point did this come together for you? Because now when you're saying it with what the description that of, of the little I know of this comic book so far, I'm like, oh, this is your comic book. This is you doing this amazing remixing thing. How did this crystallize for you? Yeah, so I watched Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunter. It sucked. It was a terrible movie. No disrespect to the filmmakers. No disrespect. <laughs> I just I was like, man, they could have done so many cool, fun things with it, and I was mad. It, like I was like, ah, it could have been, it could have been fun. So I'm just like, you know, writing in my journal, you know, about my experiences, you know, and I just broke down like Harriet Tubman and uh, watched this, watched that, and then uh, these kind of like. I took a break and then I was talking to a friend and he sent me like a funny thing where it was, it was Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, but like someone had edited the swords of Katanas to be lightsabers. That's mm. awesome. I'm sharing the screen yeah. right now with the cover. Oh yeah. That's oh, okay. Oh wow. Look, look at the art on that. So yeah, I, I know people are listening, but I'm showing uh, one of the pictures of uh, one of the covers of Harriet Tubman, Demon Slayer, or, or actually it's a, it's a, sort of next time on Harriet Tubman and it's like just this great young athletic woman with two a double katanas and there's just like a horde of demons like sort of like leaping on her and it's like it's just fucking great art and I I want everybody listening right now as soon as this is over or even before this is over get on comiXology and get you 
all five of these. All right. Let's add the link. Let's add the link to the podcast. Yes, I'll add the link because the shit is dope. I ain't fucking with y'all. This shit is dope. There's so much happening with this artwork too. Yeah, I mean, I can start flipping through, but I I don't want to I don't want to fuck it up for you, Kwaku, because I think you should like really see this for the first time without like me spoiling shit. So anyway, I'm sorry I cut you off, David. You're good. You're good. Yeah. And that's art by Joey Vasquez, who works yeah. for Marvel now. <laughs> dude is oh, does he? Of course he does, because the shit he's <laughs> so yeah, dope. Right. that dude is not playing. Okay. Yeah, Ooh. man. That's amazing. I'm glad I got him for this. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, wow. man. Mm. This, anyway. this, might be, this might be my this might be my gateway drug into yeah yeah I, I already told you about Saga and I'm gonna add Harriet yeah, Harriet Tubman uh, Demon Slayer on this like no joke dope ass comics dope ass comics so David you were talking to your friend they sent you yeah. the Crouching Tiger Hidden Tiger or Crouching why can't I remember the name of this movie <laughs> hey I couldn't I couldn't do the Radio Zamunda bit in the beginning so yeah cool. Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon so thank yeah. you thank you yeah it's a, it, it's Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon but they had turned the um swords into lightsabers and they just remixed the fight with lightsaber sounds and I was like oh that's a cool mashup and then mm-hmm. you know went back to write in my journal or whatever and then uh I took a break. It was just a stream of conscious writing. Um, and then these three things kind of just stuck out to me when I was reading back what I wrote. And it was Harriet Tubman, Katana fight scene, um, and Witch Hunters, because of Hans and Greta Witch Hunters. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of just jumped up at me with the whole mashup thing. And I was like, I just kind of stood there for a second. And I was like, Harriet Tubman, Demon Slayer. What if Harriet Tubman... <laughs> could move and fight like they do in Crouching Tiger with that choreography because she's beating up a racist demon. I got it. <laughs> wow. I just wrote it down. And like, I just kind of just thought, it just kind of, it just lived in me for yeah. a second. And I just thought of all the possibilities and I'm like, oh, like, what is it? Is it, is it, a, is it a movie? Is it a, um, a, I don't know what it is. I just mm-hmm. think it's a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was when I got back into you know the city, and my sister was late picking me up from the airport. <laughs> um, I, I think you know I was, was freezing, so I went back inside. And, and you know when you're traveling, they have those like those those Brookstone bookstores that are yeah. like overpriced the shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I like I was like yeah, let me walk in here. And then there was a bright book that said how to write comics by Shut Brian Bendis. Yeah. And I was like, it's a comic. I'll make it a comic book. So if your sister's then, not late, you're not seeing this book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if it's not raining, <laughs> you're not seeing that collection of movies. Yeah. If you I, could drive in Ghana, it doesn't matter if it's... You know, you know what I mean? It's Break it down, yeah. man. Yeah. But if you're not traveling, the... Oh, this is... So, all right, this... I know I know very little comparatively to the two of you around about uh, writing and, and acting and show business, but you know, like with, with the job that I have, I, I do this innovation work at a school, and a lot of what I do ties into technology. But I always talk about storytelling, mm-hmm. and I always give this one presentation where it's just like these are like classic stories. You know, it's like um, boy meets girl. You know, everything gets worse. Which way is up? 
mm-hmm. I'm going to stop with the which way is up. You know, so like TV shows, like your boy, like wrote for Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot is a which way is up. You know, mm-hmm. Breaking Bad is like a which, also from bad to worse, but also is a which way is up. Like what is happening? Right. And it almost feels like your trip to Ghana was your way of, of, um, of, uh, an, of, of almost purposely or not purposely um, c- confusing yourself so that you could see what you were doing artistically differently. Mm. And yeah. I, I used to play music with this dude, brilliant musician, brilliant guitar player. He toured with Angie Stone. Guy was amazing. You turn, you turn your, your back, you'd play a chord. He's like, oh, it's this. You would just hear it and be able to hear your voicings and know that. But what he couldn't do was write songs because mm. he kept thinking about the theory. Mm-hmm. And so what he would have to do to write songs was detune his guitar so there was no theory. Oh. Hmm. And then he would come up with music that way. And it feels like inadvertently, that is what you did. You removed yourself from the theory, from the structure, from, from the, 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 the scene in New York, acting, whatever. And then you sort of let things float to the top. Like you had this amazing, beautiful mind moment where these, these things that, are, that you would normally just walk by or see mm-hmm. playing somewhere, yeah. notice, and you're able to make those connections. Yeah. You know, that's what this is reminding me of, Kwaku, is um, uh, your your range voice from no no range <laughs> no. that too. Uh, uh, this book range that we talk about all the time on the on the podcast by uh, was it uh, David Epstein? David Epstein um, yeah. is about sort of like having a like a diversity of um, interests that sort of boil down into something rather than specializing. But Being what I was going to yeah right right but what I was going to say is also there there's the um your your men from um the Stanford Deed School uh, oh yeah oh, we Martin haven't even released that one yet we haven't released that but we yeah. will yeah probably prior to this one so it'll yeah. make sense yeah. and you know they they talk about Einstein um he had a dream chair what he called the dream chair yes. right he would take a yes. nap and he would yes. hold these two like steel balls in his hands so like mm. he'd be like trying to work out a problem and he'd say all right fuck it I'm just gonna go take a nap i'm using air quotes and so he'd sit in the chair with these two steel balls and he just let whatever's happening in his mind happen and fall asleep and when he fell asleep the, the you know one of the balls would crash and wake him up right and it would like jolt him it would like instead yeah. of like what kwaku's saying it's like i'm just gonna stare at this chalkboard until i figure out what the equation is or i'm just gonna like do these calculations it's like no there's a point in creativity where you just have to let shit swim in your head and all yeah. of a sudden these unrelated things i love what you said it's like you got I, I wrote it down you got crouching tiger hidden dragon on one side hansel and motherfucking gretel and witch hunters on another side katanas and harriet tubman you give those three four things to a whole bunch of other people they're not going to come up with harriet tubman demon nope. slayer they'll come up with something else but right. david crownson came up with Harriet Tubman Demon Slayer. And I'm just like, that is the 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 the, the central theme to me of Radio Zamunda is like this creative spark. Like what makes people do this? And it's something that's it's ethereal. It's you know me, I'm the guy who doesn't believe in magic. So but it's it's magical. It's like this cat was just watching TV, flipping through shit and was like, huh. I think I'm gonna do something with Harriet Tubman, demons and katanas just because I like them. And, and, and go ahead. the the magic was so powerful, yeah. That even when you got back, yeah. into the mess, I'm calling it the mess, but you know, I'm assuming mm. you're in JFK or whatever. Yeah. You're back yeah. at the airport. You still have enough of that juju going, yeah. That you see that book, you're like, oh, that's what it is, yeah. That's that flow, that thing where yeah. it's just like, 
everything, you were just filtering everything. And then when the right thing comes, you're like, nope, here's the answer. This is how I do this. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was like <laughs> just total inspiration. Yeah. And uh, and it also, it, it, it helped with acting too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It helped a lot with, with acting, but like, so I, I I waited like until I got home and I ordered the book on Amazon because it was like eighty dollars. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, I've been in Ghana for like six months and didn't yeah. work. So I'm, like, I got, I got I'm not buying this, this book here. Yeah. Like, no, I am not spending eighty eight dollars here. Yeah. yeah. Gonna right. Get it on Amazon for eleven dollars. Yeah. Right. And get yeah. it the next day. So yeah. yeah, I got I got the book and and just like read it and. Um, taught myself how to do a comic script and mm. just kind of like develop the idea and develop the characters and who they were because it, it went through like a lot of evolution so I just kind of just spent a year just working out um, who the characters were mm. and just kind of outlining um, yeah just just outlining and then and then I started to write the story yeah and uh, yeah, so before, before you continue, before you continue, where did that creative confidence come from? The ability—it's like you've written, you've mm -hmm. acted, you're into comic books, but to be like, oh, I can figure out how to do this, because a lot of people would be like, well, I can't make my own, or I need to go find somebody else. Mm -hmm. Be like, no, I'm going to spend that time. I I can do this. Where does that come from? Do you? I mean, right now we're talking about it. It seems so like elementary. It's like the math. It's like, all right, I had the idea, and I came home and I saw the book, and so I spent the time, but. Were you even conscious of like, hey, this is something that I'm doing that's so outside the norm, and you were coming from a place earlier that you mentioned you were afraid to write. Now you're writing and creating a comic book in a genre that, you know, where does that come from? Just doing it like one step at a time. <laughs> like, again, like I spent a year just like, just building it like brick by brick by brick. Yeah. And just kind of like... um yeah, like not not trying to write the comic, just kind of like just one brick at a time. You know, like there's that famous Will Smith quote where it's like, you don't just build a house, you know, yeah. let's like do a blueprint, then like let's like do a brick wall and then see what happens. Right. And yeah, so I just spent like a year and I didn't tell any of my friends about it. Interesting. I kind of just kept it to myself a little bit. And I made like a, a fake logo and put it in my like room just to keep me motivated, yeah. you know, um, just something that I could see. And then uh, I was like, I need more. I need a more like more visual. I got to start talking to comic book people. Mm. So I started uh, talking to comic book people. I just found them on Instagram and I'm like, it has to be like black artist um wow. or it, or if it's like a white artist or an artist of color they have to have a particular sensitivity mm -hmm. to they this need, they need right. to know what chicken tastes like i feel you man exactly. <laughs> like, 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 you must know seasoning <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you must know seasoning you must know yeah. what a fresh fade is you yes. must know what a shape of <laughs> which yeah. chair to pick exactly <laughs> damn it <laughs> so like I found this dude, Cortland, who drew the first issue mm -hmm. and he drew the cover of the first issue. And I just remember saying like, hey, like, I love your art. Mm -hmm. I looked at your Facebook. I'm writing a comic book. I think you're like the perfect fit for it. Right. Uh, he was like, he's like, hey, what's the book called? I said, it's called Harriet Tubman, Demon Slayer. He's <laughs> like, we're going to get in so much trouble. Uh, yeah, I was going to ask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, man. Like yeah. Carl was like, we're gonna we're gonna get in trouble. People are gonna be mad. Let, let, let's do it. Who cares? <laughs> so, so he so he drew like you know. I said, hey, I have this idea. I think it should be Harriet Tubman like looking at us and has katanas crossing on her face, and in the reflection of the katanas, just put demons, witches, werewolves, and just go crazy with it, right? Yeah. yeah. And and he like over exceeded my expectations with it. Yeah. And. You know, and and he just was like, yeah, and he was done in like two weeks, and he sent it to me. Yeah, yeah that, that that's the, that's it. Yeah. I'm showing the cover to Kwaku right now. Yeah. Hato is on it with the with the with the visuals today. Yeah. The, the shit, the shit. I mean, I, I remember. So, I mean, it, my part of the story is like seeing that Kickstarter and going, Harriet Tubman, what Demon Slayer? Yo, what the fuck is this? Right? And just being like, whoever this cat is is crazy. But like, yeah. if, if you could pull off demons, demon slaying Harriet Tubman, right? You know, that okay, that's like Martin Luther King assassin. Like, oh right. shit. Right. Like you're either gonna piss all of us off or you're gonna do something that's gonna be the dopest shit I've ever seen. And I'm going with the latter because I read all five of the motherfuckers. Those shits are hot. So let me stop talking. Go ahead. Thank you, thank you, man. Yeah. Thank there's you, so much here. You. First of all, there's like the little, the little like, uh, and I don't know if you did this on purpose, but the little um, coming to America sort of echoed thing with the logo up in the top left, because you know when oh, Akeem is on the money, you King, know oh, when he's just like the boy's got his own money, like that's yeah. what that's what that looks like with the king oh. up there. Yeah, it's like a royal Thank shield you. with like a, a silhouette of a, a black woman with a, a crown on her head and like this sort of uh, what is it? It's like ivy. Oh, that's that's great. I never like I never paid attention to that part. That's a great observation. And it also looks kind of similar to maybe some of the artwork that, or like for commercials or for billboards that you would see in Ghana. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. <laughs> oh shit! You know what I mean? You got the red, gold, and green in mm-hmm. there. You mm-hmm. know, so and then the subtlety of what you described with the katanas and the reflection of the demons and stuff yeah. with what this person drew, which is really that's, interesting. That's dope. And yeah. the determination that oof, there's yeah. you know because uh, and uh, people will see this image. We'll include this in in the link for the podcast. But I don't know about you guys. When I think of Harriet Tubman, I think of um, an old woman who yeah. is like creeping around and helping mm-hmm. slaves to get free. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and that is not what I'm looking at now. Yeah. I'm looking at I'm looking at a badass bitch right here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, like before, I I wanted to do research about Harriet Tubman mm-hmm. and find out who she was and just mm-hmm. research her like like I was gonna play her in a movie right. or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Or and just I wanted to know just the nuances of who she was because mm-hmm. again we we always get like that image of like an, an old woman you know creeping around. Yeah. I'm like mm-hmm. yeah I want to get underneath that and mm-hmm. um. Finding out that she did this in her like late twenties, mm-hmm. and I didn't know that. Yeah, into her, I think uh, she, did, she did for like thirteen years, wow. and um, she, she also the thing, but but there was still like it was hard to find out information on her because mm-hmm. I was talking to different people who wrote her biographies who were nice enough to like talk to me, oh, wow. and uh, I couldn't find like there was just so much stuff that was hidden because you know. Underground Railroad, top yeah. secret thing. Yeah, and uh, so I was struggling with how to write her because I realized mm-hmm. just going back to acting, you know, I got to find something that's a little bit quirky about a character. Mm-hmm. 
to just kind of find a way to hook onto it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, oh, I don't know, like, damn, because I don't want to make her this one note, serious, badass bitch. Sure, yeah, you know? yeah. And then uh, I found this like story. Um, it was like at 3 a.m. and I was just doing research and I found this story from what one of the biographers like let me use. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, Catherine Clinton. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just it was just a short, quick little story about how Harriet Tubman was leading this family to Canada so they could like get jobs and make money. Right. And uh, one of the father, who's like this big, like six foot six dude, started That's to have I'm gonna play. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Oh, you already called that? Oh, there's my part. There's my part. Go ahead. Sorry, cut you off. This dude's like dibs. So so this dude, he starts having a panic attack. And he's freaking out because, you know, I think where where his family was, they were given certain opportunities. Like the daughters were allowed to sleep in the house. Mm -hmm. And uh, him and his wife were allowed to have shoes. Mm -hmm. So he thought, oh, we've made it mm-hmm. as slaves. Mm-hmm. And what have I done? Mm-hmm. We're escaping in the middle of the night. We're going to get caught. Mm-hmm. And this is, a, this is a stressful time because Harriet Tubman had her, her name had been leaked. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. no one knew that. Also, like some on, on some sexist, racist bullshit, people yeah. didn't know this was a woman freeing wow. slaves. Mm-hmm. They thought it was mm-hmm. either a white man in blackface mm-hmm. or it was like, some like six foot eight buff black man yeah. super negro super, doing it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, so they, they thought that. But super to find out it's a four foot eleven, mm-hmm. dark skinned black woman who can't read, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, we gotta yeah. kill this bitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. We're similar similar to our electoral process, black women save the day again. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Credit. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Just yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like uh, so this guy's having a panic attack and like, he's like loud too. Mm-hmm. It's the middle of the night. This dude's having a panic attack. And they see that he's having a panic attack. So Harriet's like, everyone stop. And Harriet Tim, like, Harriet Tim was known for like, yo, if you if you mess up this mission, I will shoot you my damn self. <laughs> like, known for that. Mm-hmm. So everyone just sees this little woman walk up to this big man mm-hmm. and Harriet Tubman puts her hands like on his shoulders and listens to him and starts talking to him and then makes him laugh, makes him laugh multiple times. And then I was like, oh, she's funny. I didn't know Harriet Tubman was funny. Mm. Wait, that's a hero in the face of all of that. (laughs) You can make time to show, show up in, in, in like, almost like motherly compassion and then crack jokes and like inspire like levity during this. So I'm like, I'm going to write her like that. And this comes full circle to when you said you yourself were, had a lot of anxiety starting off acting, gave you the centeredness. (laughs) And then you talked about some women or girlfriends that you had that would, you know, would you would, I'm like, I'm, I'm getting welled up you were having, like, they were having their panic attacks or they were getting, like, upset, and you were there. You were there. Present for them. Putting your hands on them and being like, I'm here for you, girl. I'm here for you. Right? Like, I I cannot, I refuse to to accept that that isn't subliminally 
in Harriet Tubman and in what you just said, because that's mm. that reads through all damn five episodes so far. And those are my favorite parts. Like the action and all that stuff is amazing. And the 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 writing, but like what you caught and and the diligence that you did. Like I love that you reached out to actual biographers, right? Because I, I and I don't know how that email or how that call went because hey, oh. <laughs> hey, I know you've done research on, you know, one of our greatest um African American heroes. Um I want to write a comic book about her being a demon slayer. Like how did that conversation happen? No, man, <laughs> you know we should have taped those conversations. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So just, I, I it, it took a few emails. I bet yep. <laughs> And then, like, when the image, I think what got people to take me seriously mm. was uh, Cortland did that piece of art. Yeah. And then I think I shared it. Yeah. And uh, was just like, hey, I'm writing this comic book. We'll see mm. what happens. It's my yeah. first book. I didn't make a big deal out of it. Wow. And then I went to go see a movie. I'm like, I'm like, all right, I'm about to be out and go see Mad Max Fury Road and stuff mm-hmm. and uh dope movie dope visuals dope movie also uh, kind of similar character in a way yes you know yes I mean? it's the same like kinetic yep. movement mm-hmm. uh yep. so and i walked out and my phone was blowing up like my twitter was blowing yeah. up and instagram facebook was all blowing up and i'm like oh no someone hacked my phone <laughs> and like you know <laughs> did something but no it was like people were reacting and then, then black people were fighting amongst themselves yeah. Like some people were like, "Hey, yo, this is whack and disrespectful." Fuck me, Mama didn't raise him right. That's what it is. Yeah, and I was like, "Yo, this is scary. I don't want to do this anymore." Yeah. Strangers right. <laughs> like strangers I've never met are cursing me out. Yeah, right. yeah. So like, it got like scary. Then one of my friends was like, "Yo, I think it's dope." And then yeah. like, just just ignore it. Like you know, yeah. people are just reacting. They haven't even read it yet. They don't know. And also. This was around the time that, like, I think Russell Simmons did pr- had produced a porn where, hey, oh, oh yes, <laughs> I didn't know anything about this. What this is all oh, about Harriet Tubman? Russell Simmons pr- apparently did a po- produced a porn that starred Harriet Tubman or someone who was portraying Harriet Tubman. Oh, Why though? allegedly? Because you can't find it anymore. I guess um, you can't. It was like it was like on like Deadline and Shadow and Act and like Afro Punk. Yeah. We were like, yo, this is bullshit. We yeah. should we should cancel his ass for doing this. <laughs> Damn. Um, yeah. So like, so everyone was like really protective of Harriet Tubman. Oh, of course, yeah. Like, yeah. So I'm like, yo, it's Harriet Tubman Demon Slayer, not Harriet Tubman working on ice. Yes. Everyone's <laughs> yeah. Everyone chill. Yeah. Um, but like. Uh, so yeah, I just kind of ignored that and just focused on making my comic book. And yeah. uh, I was struggling to find the money to do it because mm-hmm. you know it, it's expensive to. It's not made, like making a movie; sure. it's still expensive. Yeah, you know. And so I was just kind of like, ah, you know, I'm kind of like, I'm not. The money's not coming, and maybe I'll, I'm going to take a break from this. You know, things were kind of popping up with acting again. Mm-hmm. And uh, I kind of like f- found my flow and groove with auditioning, sure. mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna let me just relax and chill. Mm-hmm. Hillary Clinton's about to be president, <laughs> you know. Wow, wow. Hillary Clinton's about to be president. 
everything's gonna be dope. We, yep. Let me just like you know relax on some like yo, this is gonna be so dope. And have first woman president, <laughs> and Barack Obama, you know, leave, leaving like high yep. and stuff. You know, yep. this this is gonna be good. Yeah, man, I can't believe it. Yo, can't believe Donald Trump ran for president. Some crazy <laughs> shit. He gonna get slaughtered. Oh, it's gonna be yeah. He's gonna be lit. Hillary yep. Clinton. Yep. So mm. on November sixth. <laughs> <laughs> What had happened was, bro, <laughs> bro. shock. Like, yeah. and I had no idea. Like, my, I think I went to go see film and TV play a big part in, in my stories. Yeah. Um, I went to go, <laughs> I went to go see. This is this is the thing I do during like every election, except this past one. Mm-hmm. I always go see a movie before. Yeah. On election mm. night, I'm like, yeah. yo, I'm going in with an old president coming out with a new, uh, or, or yeah, yeah. it's another term. Oh, right. You know? Damn. Like, so I'm like, yo, I'm coming in. Gonna go, I'm going to go see Hacksaw Ridge. Damn. You know, going to see Andrew Garfield kill it. Mm-hmm. You know, Mel Gibson. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, fine. Uh-huh. Let's watch Andrew Garfield kill it. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to walk out. Hillary Clinton going to be president. And and I do this every year. I don't turn on my phone. Yeah. Like I think the year before, mm. before that, I did it with uh, I did it with like it was I did it with James Bond Skyfall. Yeah. For Obama's second yep. time. Oh, uh, I forgot what I did in two thousand eight. <laughs> right. But like oh. you know, I'm driving home. I feel didn't so turn bad. on my phone. Didn't turn oh. on my radio. It's like midnight. I'm driving and like the world something's off. I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, I wonder who won. And, I, and I, I took the back roads to this, like, kind of, you know, crappy, you know, kind of racist town in yeah. New Jersey. Oh, and I just damn. saw one house that had Trump in, like, lights. Damn. So I was like, no way. <laughs> Hell no. no. I mean, of course. Of course they want him to win. Yeah. And so I get home. I think I had, like, moved back to New Jersey and was living with my family. Yeah. And, like, and I, I came in, and my sister's like, yo, um, Hil- even if Hillary wins these next two states, she has to, like, win all these other red states to win. And I was like, man, you full of shit. <laughs> I was like, please. I was like, nah. I was like, yo, they got it wrong. I was like, nah. Nah. And then just, like, watching it, like, Florida, Detroit. And I was like, ah. And then like Donald President Donald Trump and I was yeah. like, no. so like I was just like, I just like you know, yeah, didn't sleep. I was just like, <laughs> it yeah. was like the whole time. I was, yeah. I was like, oh my god, oh that's a and, hell of a way to find out. Oof. Yeah, man. And and my friend called my friend, uh, uh, my friend Alex. She called me. She's just crying. Alex is a dope, awesome black woman, mm-hmm. and uh, Alex Marshall Brown, dope actress, mm-hmm. um, calls me and she's bawling, crying. Yeah, she's like, "Yo, I can't believe this happened. How did this happen?" Mm-hmm. You know, she's like, "Yo, we're we're here in L.A. and everything's just quiet and mm-hmm. it's just constantly raining." And I'm like, "Yo, I don't know. It's ridiculous." And she's just like, "Hey, weren't you working on a comic book?" She just brought it up randomly. Yeah, and I was like, "Yeah, I was gonna do you know this thing with Harriet Tubman." Like, mm-hmm. Tell me about it. It's, like, uh, it's Harriet Tubman slaying demons. It's like Django Unchained meets Buffy. 
And she's like, you have to make that now. Thank and you. I was like, what? She's like, I need to see a black woman kicking ass, David. You have to do it now. Yes. Wow. Was like, yo, chill. Yeah. <laughs> so, wait, wait, are you saying that if Hillary had won, you wouldn't have pursued this in the same way? Probably, yeah. Yeah. We'd all be having rainbows and ice cream right now. Healthcare, the damn coronavirus would have been like a, a weird weekend for us. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I said, I'd be in God, I'm just chilling, eating mangoes off the thing if like Hillary Clinton had won. But like, no, <laughs> no, it was wow. like all hands on deck, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll be, I'll be honest. Like everyone kept saying, all right, this is the only silver lining that when uh, something like this happens politically, this is when the best art uh, comes to fruition because people need to express their their outrage in a way that's constructive. And so I was, and I remember you and I, after you and I were talking yeah. about it, I was just like, all right, cool. Yeah. Now there's going to be amazing art. And this yeah. is the only thing that's going to come out of this. Yeah. And I, I'm not surprised, but it, it, but it, I mean, all of it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Yo, yeah. Wow. Like, as soon as we're done with this interview, you need to get on Comicsology, and re- I'm like, I, you know, I I hype things up when I love them, but this comic yes. is is fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's day yum. It's good. Woo, man. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> no, keep talking. I'm, 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 I'm gonna send you the I never, link. I yeah. don't get online during these calls, no, but bro. No. I just want to. I just want to be prepped. So yeah. right, I'm here. I'm just. No. I'm just taking them late. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, just for. I mean, just just piggybacking on what Kwaku said. You know, like, uh, you know, I'm not about to say thank God uh, Donald Trump won, but like, this this is a piece of work that I hope continues for a long time comic book wise and i need to see a tv series of this because like hello netflix amazon somebody like you know y'all are yeah, doing some good? stuff you know what i mean what is good with this man because yeah oh my god i need to call my agent and be like yo there's gonna be a part coming up soon for like a six foot something dude who's like well i don't want to give it away but like who's afraid don't of give it away it? i'm not don't gonna give, give it away. don't give it away i'm no. on the thing now <clears throat> okay so don't give anyway away. anyway it's yeah Wow. So then, okay. So just like, uh, we're, we're going to wrap up soon here. So, so thank you for your wow. time. But, um, what was it like? So like, so what was your uh, friend's name again? That your, your actress friend, Alex Marshall Brown, shout out to her shout mm-hmm. out. Thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you for you. Please. Um, so what, so now you are like, okay, I'm going to do this comic. Like, what, how did you get the money? I know you did a Kickstarter, but, like, walk me through what that process was like. Yeah, I just, you know, so still, even though Alex Marshall Brown said that thing, I was still like, I'm going to wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to wait. Yeah. Because um, I don't, like, because I don't, because I, I was scared to do Kickstarter because I had just seen an amazing um, I think TV pilot Kickstarter mm. fail, and oh. it was a really cool idea. It was yeah. like Stranger Things, um, but like it was like boys. It was like Juice, but yeah. in Stranger Things as a oh, TV. Wow. Oh, cool! And and it didn't make its money. It was Damn. ten thousand dollars short Oof. for making its money. So I yeah. was like, you know, I had a thing where I didn't want to like fail publicly yeah. or something. So I was scared, mm. uh, but I was like. No, we. I have to. We we have to do this. Right. 
Um, and I think I went to, I was going to do some comfort food eating. I'm like, yo, I'm going to watch Luke Cage on Netflix. I'm going to binge it and just eat some shitty food. So I went to like a Walmart to get some cookies and sugary (laughs) diabetic substances. Mm -hmm. And, uh, there was a long line and it was a bunch of white people not going to this one lady at the cash register who had a hijab on. So you kidding I, me? Yeah. So I thought, wait, is there something wrong with her register or something? Is there wow. registered broken? They were like, no, we're just not comfortable because we don't trust them. Those type wow. of people scare me. And they said this to me. They're like saying this. So it was like, so I was like, yeah, y'all are stupid. I'm going yeah. home. Yeah. Uh, so I went to like her line and, and she had no one there. Yeah. And she checked me out. I said, hey, are you okay? And she's like, yeah. I'm fine. And I was like, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was just like walking to my car and a guy just said, hey man, you're braver than me. And I was like, what? He says, yo, he's like, yo, she, she, she was plant, she's a plant here, man. She's a plant here in America. Like, what if you, what if her register had blown up or something like that? What are you talking about? What are, yeah, are, white what people are fucking crazy. What the fuck? I'm in oh. shock. I, I mean, this is Jesus Christ. This is real. This was in New Jersey. That this this was in New Jersey. Yeah. So I'm just like, and there was all these like pickup trucks and Trump stuff. Yeah. And it seemed like being like a racist was like, oh, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I'm like, no, if you're a racist. You should be ashamed and scared. You should get punched in the face. Like a, a little kid asked me the other day when I was doing a Zoom thing, says, "Hey, why did you pray Harry Tubman Demon Slayer?" And he expected a very like eloquent answer. I was like, "Yeah, I wanted to scare racist white people." There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, so after that happened, I was just mad. I sent Cortland a text, and it was just it was a cropped image of what he drew. Yeah. And it was just a close-up of Harriet Tubman's eyes of something mm. he drew. I was like, yeah. Kickstarter. Nice. He was like, he was just like, when? I'm like a month. Mm-hmm. And he was I like, it has to drop in November on Cyber Monday because everyone's going to be online. Yeah. And he was like, all right, let's do it. And he, he just got it. And I had no idea what I was doing. I'm just wow. like, I'm like, yeah. Um, no one tell me the odds of mm-hmm. of this. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do this, mm-hmm. like, uh, like, or, or die. Yeah. <laughs> right. You right. know, and just I just shared it, and then we we put together the Kickstarter in like three weeks, <laughs> and then just went live. And then yeah. I was just everywhere promoting it. I printed mm-hmm. out a bunch of promotional material mm-hmm. and put it in comic book stores, and was doing different podcasts. And um, yeah, just kept going hard with it. And we, you know, raised this money during Chris, like the Christmas shopping season, which mm-hmm. is a bad time to do a Kickstarter. And I think the goal was fifteen thousand, and we ended up raising like a little over twenty-one thousand in wow. this time, and just was everywhere. And then, you know, we had the money, and we made, then we started making the comic book, yeah. and then the book like started to generate sales and people knew about it and it was an afro punk and like mm-hmm. barack obama found out about it and followed me out. yeah and it freaked me out because i was sharing a bunch of stupid ass like memes and twerking <laughs> and my friend was like yeah don't delete all that shit now and i was like what he's like, my, he's like yeah i work for the dnc i just saw obama and gave him your comic and wow. he's, like, oh, he's like oh pretty cool 
And then, like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and like, yeah, when we do like, when I do the hardcover collection of all the series, like, I'm not going to put a New York Times quote. I'm going to yeah. put, oh, pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. like, 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 like that, that's what I'm going to like put. I'll probably yeah. put like, you know, my mom's quote. She's like, hey, there's too much cussing in this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And like, that's and like, and like, that's it. But yeah. like, yeah, so it's it started to get popular, and then more mm-hmm. people kept buying it, and like, yeah, and like it, it was Donald Trump's um, election was just like cathartic in a weird yeah. way, and just seeing how people were becoming acting, I'm like, I'm like, yo, like, I'm some demon, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, you know, like like Fox News or anything else, yeah. like a Ben Shapiro or any of these, or a can or a, even a Candace Owens, like yeah. even worse. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. they became like I'm like this is gonna feed yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. me making this comic, yeah. you know, uh, like it, it just it just became cathartic, and I just got out all of my like anger and like outrage while yeah. doing this book. But, you know, I didn't want to make it all about like anger and outrage, you yeah. know, because again, you know, Harriet Tubman was a, a three-dimensional human being. Mm-hmm. You know, she had a sense of humor and had love and just, mm-hmm. she was hard when it was time to be hard mm-hmm. and soft when it was time to be soft mm-hmm. and also mm-hmm. has moments of confusion. Cause you yeah. know, I'm writing, I just wanted to keep in mind that like, just to differentiate it from other uh, biographies, you know, she doesn't know she's a legend. Yeah, right. Of course. Yeah, right. <laughs> she's, oh, she, she's like, yeah, like I'm, I'm a nigga named Harriet. Now <laughs> <laughs> that she's gonna become this like legend. Yeah, of course. She knows she's been blessed with like strength and like she has certain abilities. Yeah, you know. And she knows it's the right, like Superman, like this is the right thing to do. Because, mm. like, a, a, in a weird way, I'm like an adult among children. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if you're in a room and you're an adult, and like another adult comes in and says, "I'm going to kill all these children," right. what are you going to do about? It? Like, you're going to stop that adult. Yeah. Right. And, uh, right. Yeah. So, so, like, that's how I kind of like, you know, the integration of Superman and Harriet Tubman, and just kind of like, and looking at the biographies. Mm-hmm. You know, because Harriet Tubman got a vision from God to do this. Mm-hmm. It's how mm-hmm. she how she felt. She's like, yo, I gotta do this. Yeah. Why? Right thing to do. Slavery is wrong. Right. It's yeah. it's simple. Wow. Well, damn, brother. Um, okay. I, am... I know. I know. We we before you do this, because I know where you're okay. going. Yep. What is next for you? What is happening mm-hmm. before before we? Because I know we need to wrap soon. But mm-hmm. you know. That's the I never realized how long we're we're talking to people. I know. <laughs> this is great. Um, what is what is what is happening with the comic book? What is happening with you? What is coming up for you right now? Okay. Uh, you know, sir, so right now issue six is being drawn by Nelson Blake. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Nelson Blake, he drew he drew the Luke Cage comic books. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's working on issue crazy. six right now. And That's I crazy. think yeah. And I think I'm hoping he'll do the rest of the series. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Uh, I have two. I have one other book in development. It's a book uh, about a, a, a Afro Latina woman who's coming out to her family. Mm-hmm. She has lots of anxiety about coming out to her family because you know 
when you black, it's different when you come yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. It's different. Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know, on MTV with a white parent hug you and shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. you know, I've yeah. been interviewing lots of like queer people of color and it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I haven't talked to my family since 2009. No it's big crazy. deal. Right. Yeah. And it's a thing. So, uh, yeah, just interviewing. So, so the, so she's coming out to her family mm-hmm. and she has lots, again, has lots of anxiety. So around the time she's coming out, she's going to do it on Thanksgiving by her family over an alien invasion erupts in her area. Like she like lives in New Jersey. Yes. So this alien invasion, like this clover field, um, so this Cloverfield uh, War of the Worlds type of alien invasion erupts yes. in her town. Mm-hmm. And she has to survive this alien invasion and come out to her family. It's called Nightmare in Newark. Dude. And that, that's my comic book. And my next book is just about a woman who's retiring from being an assassin. And because um, she just feels kind of broken and just a bit dead inside because she's mm-hmm. fucking killing people. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That'll wear on you after a while. Yeah, it wears on her. And like, so she's Jennifer retiring. Blood, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, meets a dude in her uh, in her apartment building doing laundry, and she falls in love with this goofy lawyer dude. Mm. And, uh, yeah, she starts to really like him. They yeah. date, fall in love. And so she's, like, retiring from being an assassin. She gets her, her assignment for her final hit, and it's the guy that she's no. I and love she, it. She has to like decide is she gonna kill him or yeah. not. But yeah. she does she decides not to. Yes. But in this world, if you're an assassin and you don't deliver on your hit 24 right. hours from the assignment, they yeah. send the entire assassination squad to kill you. Damn. And the girl's name is Beatrice, so I call it a killer bee. Nice. And uh, it's like John Wick, but as a romantic comedy. Yes. With a black I, woman in the lead. And, and obviously a Wu Tang soundtrack to this. Yeah. Right? You're talking oh, about hell yes. Yeah. You know. Hell yes, a Wu Tang soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. So 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 those are my books, and I'm doing something with Harriet Tubman that I can't like okay. talk about. I get but it. But it's something really cool, and just gonna keep making more Harriet Tubman Demon Slayer comic books. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm an actor too. I'm on a show called Bubbly Brown Sugar, which got picked up by Urban Flex TV. Oh, cool! And yeah, yeah. And so you're doing, doing all the things. You're doing yeah. all the things. Yes, all all the things, and still auditioning at yeah. the same time. Yeah. Like, as soon as this ends, I have to like meet with my uh, coach for a self tape. <laughs> I thought it was like. I thought, oh, it's six o'clock. Oh, it's almost seven. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get okay, you we off need here to let you real go. quick. But, like, okay. brother. What? Bro. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> what? I, um, I love this show that we do. I mean, it's a little thing. People, uh, you know, check it out. But I feel like I get so much out of this, you know, I, I and meeting somebody like you uh, and, and getting to like actually speak to you face to face and not just through your comic. That is how primarily I know you. And when you post on Instagram, it is just an absolute pleasure to talk to you and to hear about your journey. Cause like this shit is bananas and it's like, it's you're amazing. a genius. And I love how you're like, I was afraid of writing. Well, I just read your writing I've, and it's brilliant. So like, I, I think you're good with that. You're good with the <laughs> acting, you're good with the storytelling. So like, you know, please quit your day job, please. So, you know, Thank you. Oh. okay. I, I, I mean, I, and maybe you realize it, maybe you don't. 
when you're talking about Harriet Tubman not realizing how uh, legendary she was mm. in the time that she's doing it. Tell it. There's so much of what you do that mirrors the art that you create. Mm. The way that you combine all of these different elements together to speak truth to power, to, um, to create something that people can relate to outside of the norm of what our pop culture tells us we can relate to and how you're drawing it. And I don't even know if you realize it because I'm, I'm just sitting here listening to it in like however long we've been chatting, an hour or two hours, whatever. But the way you pull all of these things together is so amazing. The idea of even the stories that you're, the, like the, the, the new stuff that you're working on and how that reflects the alternative to what we define as heroes within this country and how that also ties into the experience that all of us had in Ghana, where we're looking at the ads and seeing ourselves. You create these moments for people to see themselves as heroes that aren't being provided. And they're so cinematic. Like, everything you're talking about, I'm like, oh, damn, I watched the fuck out of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And more importantly, and, and okay, and I'll, I'll end it with this, because I can, Otto knows, I can ramble. Uh, I just saw this, he's like, yeah, I just saw this quote from Tom Hanks, where he was saying, like, if people knew about, if I learned about Tulsa when I was in fifth grade, that would have changed my worldview. That's what you're doing right now. You're creating these opportunities for people to see heroes within scenarios that will ideally change the way they see the world. So it's bigger than comic books. It's bigger than a TV show. And that, that's amazing. Fire. Brit, brit, brit. Yo. Yeah. And, and look with that, because I'll keep you here for another hour, man, bro. <laughs> so take that into your audition. Take that power, yeah, yeah exactly. And, and use it into the thing that you're about to record, because yep. that that is amazing. That's bigger than what teachers do. That's that's bigger than what preachers or politicians do. You're helping us, us, all of us, not just us that are Ghanaian, not this all of us that are black, but people who are gay, people who are in lifestyles that aren't recognized to see themselves as heroes within this world. And with that, who are okay. you with the glasses? I'm Kwaku. And who are you? I'm Otto. And this is Radio Zamunda The. Dope. Shit. We got it right. Dang. And who, and I'm going to say it, who have we been just blown the fuck away by? But like an actual superhero, yes. David Crownson. Yes. Yo, if y'all don't know yet, you're going to know. I'm I just going to tell you. Go to comicsology.com and yeah. get you all five episodes of Harriet Tubman, Demon Slayer. I promise you, at me, please at me if you read this book. Please at me four. and let me know how good I'm on Comicsology right now. There's yeah. only four listed on Comicsology, so yeah. I don't know where number five is. The fifth one is on peepgamecomics.com. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. All right, we got to put all this in the link. All that you stuff is coming. You can look at it on your phone. You need yep. to be reading yes. this. So I'm just saying, brother, thank you for taking the time for coming Dude. on. We appreciate the gems. We appreciate your art. We appreciate you. Thank you so much, David. Seriously. You know, th th thank you for having me. You, and th this was fun and great. Yeah. Like, I, I wish I could do this for like another hour. Yes. Yeah. Be careful what you wish for. You're yeah, coming. yeah, no. Break a leg. Break a leg, though. Break a leg. I don't. I, I know that feeling when you got to put yourself on tape. So, like, I don't want to take any more of your time. But, like, bro, thank you so much from Seriously. the bottom of my heart. Thank you so thank much. You. Thank, thank, thank you, guys. I appreciate you. Both of y'all are the ambassadors of dopeness. Thank you. And, uh, and 
I would love to come back on again. Oh hell yeah! You so, you, you coming on? You, we're gonna have to do like a separate thing for every uh, every every uh, release episode every that release. come out. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah, I'm yes. saying. Yeah. You know? I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to go to the launch party for the yeah, Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to put myself. <laughs> You know, because yeah. Arthur doesn't invite yeah. me to everything. He yeah, you know, something. You know. so, sometimes, you know, yeah. sometimes a plus one, you know, so I try, I try. You know so. what I mean? But, you know, yeah. he, he's got other people. So yeah. now I know you, so I know I can definitely yeah. come to this one. Now. Yes, yes. <laughs> my mom's not going to come. I don't like these foods. complaining about how hot it is. Like, you yeah. know what's hot when Africans are bitches. Yeah. Like, really? She's like, it's too hot. I'm like, I'm like, no, you're from Ghana. Like, what do you mean it's too hot? Like, hey, hey. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Man, go get that goddamn comic, please. Please. How'd we do? Are you kidding me? Yeah. First of all, how are these things not like Netflix series already or yeah. movies or, yeah. I mean, that, that just yeah. feels like a clock to me. Yeah. Yeah. This, this, yeah. I, I will be shocked and appalled if this, this doesn't become something big because it's so good and so right for the time. And I mean, my God, like thinking about, you know, the shift in, uh, uh, energy and the zeitgeist of America where, yeah. you know, the, the sort of focus is being on diversity and, you know, you mentioned Tulsa and how like people are just being educated now. I definitely didn't know about the Tulsa massacre. I didn't know about that. I know about high school or whatever. You know? the HBO series. That's yeah, where yeah, I learned yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, the I didn't even think that. I didn't think that yeah. was real. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I knew it maybe a little bit before that, but not by much. I mean, in my like in my forties. Right. I right. mean, but this is like, you know, it's like, wow, America and, and Tulsa is not the only one America oh, slaughtered an entire city of people. And the thing, you know, and I'm going to uh, big up unrelated and Chris Seacott, my other uh, podcast, yes. but we did a whole episode about this, but like the depravity of white people, like they, these motherfuckers gotten airplanes and were throwing kerosene bombs out the airplane. That's how, mm-hmm depraved white people are with this shit and you know i, I know we're not all white people but like enough that they have oh, airplanes listen, to throw those shit white out people, of. those yeah, white people those white people also right put, took took gas mm-hmm. put in a pail yep and then endangered themselves and then flew it up in a plane to and drop, drop it on buildings yeah it's crazy of people of their neighbors yeah yeah so um having somebody like a david crownson um Man come out with this just brilliantly written and uh, you know, it just from the artwork of comic books and comic book, you know, I have some, I've read shitty comic books before and there's, you know, it's just like any bad art. You're like, what the fuck is this? But this is like, this is this dude's first comic book. He, he, <laughs> he went and read a how to write comics for dummies essentially. Yeah. And, then, and then put together this comic, like that's crazy shit. Like that's crazy. And I appreciate that. If he gets into star Wars, this mm-hmm. isn't happening. Yes, I'm about to blaspheme. This shit is better than the Star Wars movies. I'm telling you right now. Like it's Ow. like I mean that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. No, no you know, um, whatever. I I just said it. I'm sorry, but it's it's really 
God, I mean, there's uh, just like I've mentioned Saga before, and I mentioned yep. it during this. Um, it was just a, a comic book that just knocked me out. Just just the just the the the, uh, the actual writing of the comic is just so crisp and beautiful. It's like a great song. It's like you just want to relive the moments again, and it's just so well done and so well drawn that it's amazing that this is his first comic. I just can't. You know, it's like, oh, I just got this group together and we wrote Abbey Road, right? That was our first right. album, right? You know what I mean? Right. Or whatever. It doesn't, you know, we just wrote Purple Rain. Just, you know, we're fucking around. And yeah. I had to learn how to play a guitar. And then, you know, we exactly. came up with, yeah, right? You know, so ugh, shout out gonna, to David Crownson. There's two things here. I've never, and we've, what is, what is this, like five, six years we've been doing this? Yeah. I've never heard you ask for a role something that someone's doing yeah, on the podcast yeah. i've never ever heard you do that yeah. ever mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so there's yeah. that yeah um and when you were talking about it being out in the zeitgeist there's this really i don't know if i talked to you about it but there's this really great documentary on hbo called exterminate all the brutes i haven't seen that yet people have been telling Raul you know, Peck. yeah yeah and watch that oh but yeah and what you were talking about like the depravity and like all these different examples mm -hmm. and there's this one scene in it and, and this talk reminded me of it where he talks about the British uh, um, uh, basically invading the Ashanti uh, uh, Empire. Mm -hmm. And they were really uh, at this, because they talk, they're talking about the arms race, yeah. and they were super psyched about having guns. Mm -hmm. They wanted to be able to use the guns right. against these men or against these, these people who had fierce warriors. Mm -hmm. So they kidnapped the, the, the king and the queen of the Ashanti uh, yeah. tribe. And, and had them subjugate themselves, crawling their hands and knees wow. in order to antagonize wow. the, the, the rest of the, of, of the tribe to attack them so that they could experience using guns. Yeah, that's great. It's, it is from that, and yeah. so the connection to him being in Ghana, mm -hmm. yeah. it is from that, that th this is the righteous ind indignation. This, right. is, this is the, uh, the, the rage this is where this stuff comes from. Yeah. And yeah. It, the, the, uh, the innocence of him, because I'll even say this and people couldn't see you. Obviously you're listening to the podcast. So you might've been able to hear it. This dude was tearing up at the end of the podcast mm. Mm. because yeah. so much of him yeah. is in the, is, is in what he's creating. Totally. Totally. So much of us yeah. is in what he's creating. Yeah. Great point. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm, uh, again, I'm blown away. Uh, good grief that, uh, yeah, this dude is going places. This dude's about to blow up, um, on some stuff like, you know, on, on all the rest of our guests, like, you know, I kept thinking of Jocelyn B.O. I was thinking um, about her too. Yeah. And I was also thinking about Skinner. Skinner, same thing like that sort of, you know, uh, like sort of true art from whatever they're trying to work out. And they all have their different angles from their different sort of experiences, but similarities. But like, I guess the point of all of this is there's just something about like showing up as yourself yes. in your art, right? Yes. And that's the yes. only time it's ever good, right? So, you know, um, what did he say? He was talking about um, acting and he was talking about how he likes character actors and he's trying to disappear in parts and I and I learned the same way where my the teacher um, 
was a Meisner expert and, and Sanford Meisner is a, one of those legendary acting teachers. And the, the adage, which I think I've said a, a few yes, times. Yes, I was thinking your saying, good quote. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. That it, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, living truthfully under imaginary circumstances, right? So it's, it's Dustin Hoffman, like he said, in in the situation that's what makes it that's what makes him a good actor or or meryl right it's meryl streep but in that situation and if she's a french woman okay then she has a french accent right and there's reasons for everything and just like putting together how david um put all of this stuff together and he came to the idea of Harriet Tubman, Demon Slayer, and this experience in Ghana, and how you know we, you and I learned, I was like Harriet Tubman, you know, has act, you know uh, ancestry.com traced her down to uh, you know Ghana. I didn't know that, right? And it's like all of these things fall together, and it's um, it's also the thing that um, I really admired in him is the rigor, right? Like he didn't just have the idea and just sort of like dick around with it. Like he was like, all right. I'm going to make a logo. I'm going to, I'm, I'm his, his interesting take is I'm not going to tell anybody. I'm just going to work, work, work every day on this and then figure it out. So um, he's also, you know, he just gave us a masterclass in creativity, just like kind of yeah. like we talked about with your, uh, the Stanford D dudes. So um, uh, Perry and uh, Jeremy. Perry and Jeremy. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. I said his name wrong before, but like Jeremy Utley. Yes. Yes. So shout out to all of those people. Shout out to Jocelyn. Shout out to, um, Skinner, shout out to every damn person that's ever come on Radio Zamundo, like David, and just like just spit jewels. So thank you so much. It's kept the fires going. Yeah, yeah, it's wonderful, wonderful. So yeah, all right, man. I'm who are you? I'm Otto, and who are you? I'm Kwaku, and this is Radio Zamunda, the dope shit. And thank you for listening, y'all. Seriously, that that damn comic. That I mean, I, I'm I'm going to say this in all seriousness. In all seriousness, thank you for making that moment happen. I appreciate you. Thank you for you know being I mean? there. Thank because you, David Crownson, seriously, yeah. seriously, man. Wow. All right. All right. Peace. Then. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>